Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be talking with Chris Kratt from the Wild Kratts, and we will also be talking with Sylvia Binsfield, creator of Dorme, and Maria Marquez, who will be sharing some special tips and tricks on entering the Kids First Film Critic Search campaign. Plus, we will be reviewing Here Comes the Boom. So, to start off the show, we have a very special guest, and we have with us Chris Kratt from The Wild Kratt, which is an awesome show on PBS Kids right now. So, Chris, how are you doing today? Great. How are you, Raven? I'm awesome. So, tell us a little bit about your wild job. Like, you have such a cool job, so just tell us a little bit about it. Well, yeah, we do do what we call um, creature adventuring, which means we get to go all around the world looking at animals and making making television shows about about these creatures we share the planet with. And so um, we've done we've done four series already. And this series, uh, Wild Kratts, is 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 our fourth and current series. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little bit about Wild Kratts in a little bit, but tell us about some of your other series that you've done and what you've enjoyed uh, about them. Yeah, we've uh, we, we've done Zubumafu, which was a preschool show. I um, used to love that, that show. Me and my brother used to watch that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the uh, lemur puppet, Zubumafu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Kratts Creatures, which we traveled all around the world um, looking at animals. And an hour-long family documentary show called Be the Creature, which we also um, did amazing adventures like go cage diving with great white sharks, and we swam with uh, manatees, and filmed um, gelada baboons scaling cliffs in Ethiopia, and, you know, all kinds of amazing adventures. Well, it sounds like you've been on like so many adventures, but if you had to pick one adventure that was your absolute favorite, which one do you think it would be? Well, probably for me um, is uh, swimming with spotted dolphins. Um, It was an incredible experience because 
you basically go and these are these are wild spotted dolphins that live in the Caribbean. And um, we went out there to 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 film them, and you know, with with researchers that were studying their communication, which is incredible, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the the language that they have, but um, you just when you spot them, you just um, jump in the water with your snorkel gear and swim around as actively as you can, because they're curious creatures, and they come right up. And they they, they want to be with you, and they want to swim with you, and they want to check you out. So if you do a twist in the water, they'll twist right beside you. If you do a roll, they'll roll. And it's just great having that kind of contact with the wild animal. That is so cool. That's something that I've always wanted to do, like swim with dolphins or sea turtles or something like that. And I don't want to do it like in the aquarium. I want to go out into the wild and explore. So do you have a favorite place that you've adventured in? Well, I really, you know, there are so many great places in the world. And, you know, we've done we've done television shows, you know, in far off remote places like the Peruvian Amazon. And then we've done television shows in cities with amazing city creatures like peregrine falcons that nest on skyscrapers. And, you know, pigeons are, are actually really fascinating. We did a Wildcrats episode on them. Um, and, you, you know, there's... Yeah, there there are animals all over the world. One of, one of the places I like best is probably the Okavango Delta in in Botswana. Um, it's one of the prime African locations uh, where 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 you can you know you can film. We 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 happen to film a pride of lions that regularly hunts elephants, and it's the only pride in the world right now that does that. So, um, but that's just one of the things that you can find there. Mm -hmm. So what sparked your interest in adventuring and exploring animals and exploring creatures around you? Well, you know, I think I, I think from a from a very young age, um, our parents uh, took us, you know, they, they basically bought a piece, of, a bit large piece of land in Vermont um, and they didn't have enough money to uh, to, to build a, a house or anything on it. So we would go up and spend the entire summer in a tent camp in the middle of the field, we'd set up a pop-up trailer and a bunch of tents and we'd, we'd, sp we'd spend the summer there and all we could do, the four of us kids was go off, tromp around in the woods and basically go on creature adventures when we were little kids. And I think that had a lot to do with it. That's so cool. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking with Chris Kratt from the Wild Kratts, Sylvia Binesfield, creator of Dorme, and Maria Marquez, who is sharing some special tips on recording film reviews, and we will also be reviewing Here Comes the Boom. So right now I have with me Chris Kratt, and we are just talking all about his amazing adventures that he's had all over the place. So now let's talk a little bit about your show, The Wild Kratts. You do that with your brother. What's it like working with your brother? Because <laughs> I have a little uh, brother, and I can only imagine working with him, and I, I, don't, I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people tell us. It's great. You know, we're lucky that, that we have, you know, we have the same interests and that we go around the world having these great creature adventures together. But, you know, we... We have our disagreements sometimes. Usually it's about how to go about filming a certain creature. You know, should we try to loop around? You know, should we wait here and hope that it comes by, you know, different strategies for wildlife filmmaking? But, you know, we... we 
we get along great and and we're really lucky to be able to work together and a lot of parents appreciate the fact that um that we're showing showing kids out there how we can work together and have a great time mm-hmm. and what was your inspiration behind showing you know the exploration and creatures um to children why not go in a different direction what really sparked your interest in you know catering to children well you know kids kids love animals more than any other group and we loved animals and always you know and still do and you know we can remember when we were kids there were there were no um wildlife shows you, you know designed specifically for kids like we watched Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, if anybody remembers that, and different things. But they were more family shows, and we wanted to. Um, we we always wanted shows for kids. We still have we still have kid like sensibilities, so it was a it was a natural thing for us to do. That's awesome. So in the Wild Crafts, most of it is in cartoon form. What's it like seeing yourself in a cartoon? <laughs> it's great. You know, you can run faster, you can climb trees better, you can lift big giant boulders, you can do whatever you want. But 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 no seriously, like when one of the things about Wildcrats, there's two two reasons we made this show. One of them was because in all our creature adventures, there were things that animals do. There are things that they do in the course of their their natural lives that you know, you really can't film or, you know, you know, it happens so rarely. We know it exists, but it happens way down deep in the ocean where you can't film or it happens so, so, so infrequently that you can't really capture it. And we wanted to show those behaviors, too. And so the animated, the, the animation medium allows us to do that. Also, animals have these incredible creature powers, these amazing abilities to, like, see in murky water, to climb up walls like a gecko, you know, to go 270 miles per hour through the air like a peregrine falcon. And so what this show does is it it it, it talks about these animals' creature powers. And we have creature power suits that we can wear. And when our, you know, when our our team of engineers in the show figures out that that creature power and what the secret to that creature power is then we're, we're able to, to modify our suits and we have that power and we can, you know, go on further explorations in the show or, um, you know, use that power against the villain, the show's villains. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the spider episode, which is just in time for Halloween. I watched that um, episode last night and I was actually surprised. Like I'm 15 and I'm in high school and I don't, you know, watch PBS kids anymore, but I was like really entertained and I laughed. So what, um, what were some challenges and some also fun things about working on the spider episode? Because spiders creep me out so much. (laughs) Well, you know, some of the amazing things is that spiders, spiders, the spider silk is an amazing, um, thing. It's an amazing material. And it is, it is basically one of, if not the toughest material on earth, you know, biological or man-made. And what that means is that, you know, toughness in a material is, is how, how, how strong it is without breaking. So, so spider silk, it'll stretch, 
So, so scientists in the real world are working really hard to figure out how to replicate spider silk, like armor, like, like, like um, armor for, for battle, like sutures for the, for the medical field. And, and it's really a puzzle for scientists because they can't figure out how exactly to duplicate this, this spider silk and the properties that it has. So that's kind of one of the creature powers that I was talking about before that this episode focuses on in a fun story involving a uh, fashion designer villain who wants to um, harvest all these spiders from the rainforest. And Well, thank you so much for being with us. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but everybody be sure to go check out Chris and Martin's show, The Wild Crafts, and it's on PBS Kids, and it is fantastic, and don't miss the spider episode, which is just in time for Halloween, because like Chris was saying, there is a pretty funny fashion villain. So Chris, thank you again so much for being with us and sharing all of your adventures with us. Thanks a lot, Raven. Great talking to you. Good talking to you, too. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long Film Critics Boot Camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. 
You're tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We have with us again another very special guest. We have with us Sylvia Binsfeld, and she is the creator and the mastermind behind the wonderful lullaby, image, sound, everything awesome, Dorme, a magical dreamland visit. So how are you doing today, Sylvia? Oh, terrific. Thank you. I'm really honored to be here. Thanks, Raven. Well, we're so glad to have you with us. It's fantastic to talk to you. So I'm pretty sure when I just did my brief description of Dorme, I did not do it justice. So why don't you tell (laughs) us what Dorme is? Well, Dorme is a children's picture book, and it has a visual lullaby, a short seven-minute visual lullaby in the back to help with the transition from a busy, noisy day to the peaceful nights of, you know, a quiet night's sleep. And what kind of inspired me, the conception for a nighttime picture book with a visual lullaby DVD came from my fascination with the power of the subconscious mind and the wisdom we find in our dreams, and also my desire to kind of, you know, counteract this fast-paced, busy electronic world that kids are growing up in right now, where there's so much adult information and lots of times negative news that they can't avoid hearing about. It's kind of coming at them from all sides. So, um, and I've even noticed a lot of adult messages in, in children's films um, because it attracts a broader audience. So I was just wanting a little bit of the innocent childhood I remembered when I was growing up because it's very difficult to let kids just be kids for a while. And so the positive, tranquil, dormy, and magical dreamland visit is kind of my labor of love to counteract all that. Um, it's seven minutes. It's wordless and very soothing. And it's meant to be an imaginative way to transition from the clatter of the busy day to a quiet night's sleep. Um, since the, um, the film is wordless and it only uses the universal language of music and the music is just beautiful. It's actually what inspired the whole film. I heard the music first and I wrote the film around the music. It's by Arnaldo Antunes, who is like a seven-time platinum album artist. He's just amazing. And it's just, it's magical. It's just pure magic. And so um, because it's wordless and it uses the music to tell the story, um, it's calming, has a very calming quality. And also the fact that it's wordless allows the child's imagination to take flight around the imagery and create their own spin on the story, which is really beautiful. And the DVD is really meant to be that transition piece. So I always recommend turning down the lights low. And then once the short visual lullaby has been viewed, to turn off all electronic media in the house, um, because it's it's still stimulating. You don't even want the TV or radio going in the background, no computer. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's time to start the child's uh, bedtime routine and make it kind of cozy, you know, with a warm bath and brushing the teeth. And then after the child's, you know, the children are tucked into bed, the parent would read, you know, the story. Yeah. And again, it's got its positive messages of peace, love, safety. And this is the last thing the child hears or sees before going to bed when their brain processes all this information they got throughout the day. And then it like affects their dreams positively. 
Yeah, you would think, you know, it's a natural thing that this would be attracting positive thoughts. And, you know, and the next morning you feel more refreshed because you had these positive thoughts while sleeping. So it just seemed like a really wonderful thing to do for kids and adults. I actually have some adults who, you know, will tell me that they watch it (laughs) before (laughs) going to bed as well. So it's very nice. That's cool. Well, it is a very wonderful thing, like you said. And something that I think is cool about the fact that it's... um, has has no words that it's wordless is that the child can make up the story and sort of change the story from night to night and also I think it's cool that you have the um the like sort of instruction book that comes with it on turning off the media and turning off everything because like you said media is so involved in in young children's daily lives um there's like a a book that comes with like an iPhone app. And I'm like, really do children need to be playing with iPhones, but it's out there. So I think it's really cool what you're doing. So what was your biggest inspiration behind this? Well, it did come from, um, I was actually doing a commercial for a children's store and, um, I heard this just hypnotic, beautiful Brazilian lullaby. And I don't even speak Brazilian Portuguese, but it was just so lulling and I said this is one of the most beautiful things I've heard in a long time um what is this and they said well it's actually on our cd you know lullabies from all over the world so I bought it on the spot like I said I I laid down on my bed listening to it and the whole film actually came to me (laughs) it was the most weird thing it just came to me I saw the whole picture I saw everything I wanted to do and um and I contacted the artist and it was hard because he didn't speak English. I didn't speak Brazilian Portuguese, Yeah. but I, we finally spoke to each other and he looked at my work and he liked it. And um, we went ahead and did a trade where I could use his music and he can use my film. So it was really exciting to be able to use this man's music and it inspired my film. That's awesome. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking with Sylvia Binesfield, creator of Dorme, A Magical Dreamland Visit, and Maria Marquez, who will be sharing some special tips and tricks on entering the 2013 Kids First Film Critics Search campaign, plus we will be reviewing Here Comes the Boom. So tell us a little bit about what it was like um, being the creative mastermind behind this whole thing. You really took charge and did this whole project kind of on your own. So tell us a little bit about that. It was quite an ordeal. I mean, I have a film background and still did not realize what I was getting into. I thought I'd do this little short film. Um, and then go on to a feature. <laughs> and it took, uh, you know, uh, several years out of my life just because I really wanted it to be quality. And because of the amount of visual effects, they're very soft and very natural and kind of have a spiritual feeling to them. Um, but nonetheless, there was over 100 effects in those short seven minutes. Oh, so wow. um, I really worked hard to get a great team on board. I, my cinematographer was Svetlana Sveko, um, and she did Inside Job a couple of years ago and won an Academy Award for that. So I got quality people on board, but everything else I had to do from scratch. Um, you know, filmmaking is, is a team effort and it's also very much a solo effort because it's basically on the producer director's shoulders to see it through. And, and you were um, the producer and director. Right. And, and um, when you work with fantasy, you can't just go into an apartment and use that as your set. You've got to create the props 
the whole world, you know, the fantasy world, then you're doing the, you know, it's live action and animation combined. Then after you've shot everything, you still need to go um, and work with the visual effects. And there were costumes before because you don't want it to look like a normal world. So there, it really, um, you know, I, tr- I actually transformed my bedroom into the bedroom, the little boy's bedroom. <laughs> oh, that's so so cool. it was, it just, you know, it, it, it was, and I also, you know, put a lean on my home to finish it. So that was, you know, trusting that this was going to do something special. But like I said, it really was a labor of love and it was felt something I felt I needed to put into the world. Mm-hmm. It feels healing and yeah, it has actually even being used at some hospitals, you know, for calming the children. So, um, and like I said, I do have a, a even an adult fan base. This one man wrote me the most beautiful fan letter, and he actually it calms him throughout the day humming the melody. So it really was meant to be something more than a film. It was meant to be something special for kids, you know, and help them go to bed. Um, there was a little girl that had recurring nightmares, and her mother had gotten it, and it has really helped her with bedtime. And so that's what this is all about. It's more than just a story. It's um, it's meant to be something to just make childhood a little more beautiful and nighttime a little more beautiful. Absolutely. So what's it like hearing all of these thank yous and all of this positive feedback on your work that you really just did for the love of helping people and you didn't do it for fame or glory and now you're getting so much positive feedback? How does that make you feel? It's really lovely because Dormy, it's spelled D-O-R-M-E. It means sleep. And since I started this project, I haven't gotten any. (laughs) So it's really funny. It's like, it's there to help other people sleep. But I definitely, you know, worked around the clock on it. So then sometimes you question, you know, is this really going to do something? Is it going to be do what I hoped and when somebody tells me it helped their little girl go to bed she had reoccurring nightmares so she was afraid to go to sleep that would happen again and now she looks forward to her dormy time and just like that you just feel like all the effort it's all so worth it you know that's what you wanted it to do well we are out of time but thank you so much for being with us can you tell our audience where they can find dormy Oh, sure. It's at um, it's actually on sale at Amazon right now. Um, there's also a beautiful online store called planethappytoys.com. Um, and then, like I said, Amazon actually has it discounted. And then it's at, you know, toy stores and, and bookstores, you know, different places. So I'm still working on getting it out. But there's those those two online places are, are a good resource for people all over the all over the U.S. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with Sylvia. It was a it was a pleasure to talk to you. And guys, be sure thank to go you. check out Dormy, a magical dreamland visit, because it sounds very, very soothing. And it actually made me quite tired just talking about <laughs> it. So thank you so much for being with us again. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. 
To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the kids' first film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Welcome back to Kids First's Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss the new comedy, Here Comes the Boom, and we have with us Julia, who had the pleasure of going to the red carpet event of that. So how are you doing today, Julia? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the red carpet event, first of all? Um, it was fun. Uh... Basically, we just were standing outside and we were just waiting for everybody to show up. And then once they all were there, we they all took turns coming down the red carpet and I interviewed them and it was a lot of fun. So did you get to interview Kevin James? Yes, I did. That's awesome. I'm so jealous of you. That sounds so fun. And it was in Denver, right? Yes. How cool is that? Because you and I are from Denver, so that's kind of cool to have celebrities in your hometown. So tell us now a little bit about the movie, about the film. So it's about how a high school teacher, he's a biology teacher, um, he decides to find a way to raise money for school because 
they were going to cut the extracurricular activities. So he wanted to raise money to help them not cut those. So he found out that MMA fighters get lots of money even if they lose the fight. So he decided to be a fighter for MMA because they earn lots of money. And he thought, oh, I was a wrestler in high school and college, so maybe I can give it a try. And he started raising money and took a risky adventure of being an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin James is hilarious, and I, I can't wait to see this movie. I can only imagine it sounds fantastic. So what did you think of this movie? I loved it. It was hilarious. Um, actually, probably one of the most funniest movies. Uh-huh. So he was like, oh, no, this guy is for real. Yeah. And do you think you have a favorite character? My favorite character is probably Scott, because Kevin James is my favorite actor. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense to have your favorite character be played by your favorite actor. So do you think that this movie is appropriate for all ages? What age group would you give this? Um, I'd probably give it like nine all the way to adults because, I mean, it's like a fighting movie. So there's some parts where there's like blood and it can't keep, it can get kind of violent. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like this movie is pretty comical because of Kevin James is in it. Of course, he's hilarious in all of the movies he's in. Um, but it definitely sounds also like there's some drama to it. So what sort of emotion would you say is shown in this film? Um, that when they were wanting to cut the curricular activities, there was this music teacher that he kept, he would always live on the, he lived on this quote basically. And it's, it's without music, life would be a mistake. And so that quote meant a lot to him. And so once he found out that they were going to cut music and all the other things, he just became really sad. And that's when Scott uh, just stepped up. That's awesome. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking with Maria Marquez, who will be sharing some special tips on entering the 2013 Kids First Film Critics search campaign. Plus, we are reviewing Here Comes the Boom right now with Julia, and she was just telling me about the emotion of this film and her favorite characters, favorite scenes. So how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five, Julia? I'd probably give it five out of five stars because it was really funny and it kind of inspired me to like follow your dreams and just to never give up because he, how much he was getting hurt and all that stuff, he never gave up. Mm-hmm. So what do you think are the biggest morals or messages that are put out to audiences? Probably still to follow your dreams and once you've started something like try new things take risks and just never give up absolutely and do you think this movie is relatable um it can be at some times i mean i've never wanted to fight but like sometimes you want to step up and help others and he was wanting to help the school who 
that needed money. So I could relate to that. Mm-hmm. I could definitely relate to that too. I can't relate to being like an MMA fighter or anything, but I can definitely relate to times when I've needed to stand up for something that I believe in, which is awesome. It's an awesome message to get out to people. So is there anything in this movie that you thought didn't help out the movie or something that you might have wanted to take out? Um, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And is there anything that you thought would be beneficial to the movie and something that you might want to add in? Uh, the parts are perfect. I think it'd be cool if they, like, added more of him training with uh, this guy uh, named Nico, played by Bass Ruin. Because uh, I also really liked him in that movie so it would be cool if they showed him more in that yeah you'd like to see more of him I definitely um can relate to you on that aspect whenever I see movies and I really like a character I'm like oh they should have put more of that character in there so what did you think of the cinematography and the visuals in this movie it was great um I'm I'm pretty sure the fights were like faked out but yeah the fights, they looked actually real. When I was watching the movie, I never actually was thinking, oh, that's all fake. And all of his, like, where all the blood was dripping on their faces and everything, it all looked so real. Mm-hmm. I watched um, a movie, not recently, but it's like the only other MMA movie that I've seen called Warrior. And it's very similar to this movie. And anytime, like, someone would get punched in the face, I'd be like, oh, that probably hurts so bad. And then I'm like, wait, wait, never mind. They're just faking. But I think it's cool when you see something and it looks very, very realistic. Yeah. So if you had to be one character in this film, any character at all, who would you be and why? Um, I would probably be a girl named Bella. Um, because... She was very nice to Scott. She was always helping people out, and she was a nurse. So whenever Scott got hurt, she would always be helping him after a fight, and she was a really nice lady in this movie. Mm -hmm. And is there anything else that you would like to add that our audiences should know about this movie? Um, that... You should go see it. It's really funny, and it's just a great movie with Kevin James. Kevin James is awesome. Anything with Kevin James. I think the first movie that I saw with Kevin James in it was Paul Blart Mole Cop, and ever since then, I was in fifth grade when that came out, and ever since then, I'm like, oh, I love this movie so much, so it's fantastic. Well, Julia, thank you so much for being with us and telling us about your red carpet experience and also the movie, which sounds fantastic. So everybody, be sure to go check out Here Comes the Boom, starring Kevin James in theaters near you, playing right now. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to give you guys some special tips and tricks um, when entering the 2012 Kids First Film Critics Search campaign. And we have with us right now Maria Marquez. So how are you doing today, Maria? I'm doing good. How are you tonight, Raven? I'm awesome. So you did a webinar on some tips on visuals and lighting for you know, entering into this competition. So talk to us a little bit about lighting. Okay, well, with lighting, you got to make sure that um, we can see you on the screen. Um, bad lighting can basically ruin your your um, review. And, you know, you want to be, we want to be able to see you, you know, your face, your eyes, your big smile, and um, your shoulders, um, so we need to see that on screen. So you may want to purchase some, um, lights 
from maybe Walmart or Target or any any place like that where you can set those up off away from the camera where you can't see them, but where it'll light your face enough to where we can see you mm-hmm. that you look not dark or can't see your eyes or anything like that. That would be very helpful for you in your reviews. Absolutely. And a place where you can buy really good lights is Home Depot. If you go, I don't even know what section I got it in, but you can probably ask them. I got a really big like industrial light that I use. And then I got um, just white poster boards from the dollar store to use to like reflect the light onto my face because you want to make sure that your entire face is lit up. So and definitely like Maria said, you can check out Walmart or Target because I'm sure they would have pretty good lights there too. And Maria, in some of the videos that we looked at for the webinar, um, some of the coloring was a little bit off. So can you tell us how to fix that if like coloring in videos is a little bit weird? Well, the coloring of the like the the colors could be a little bit muted on some or overexposed in other videos. Um, and that is that is due to the white balance on your camera. You would need to do a white balance on there so that it can the camera can correct that. And um, that is in your menu settings. If you go into the settings in your camera, you should have a setting there for a custom white balance. And what you basically do is hold up a piece of copy paper uh, in front of you and have your director or the person who is filming you uh, perform a white balance through the steps that are provided um, in the user's manual of the, of the uh, camera. You hold up the paper, they do the white balance. After the white balance is done, the camera will basically reset itself to the color white that's in front of, that you took the picture of, basically, is what you're doing. And it will reset all the colors, and you should be good to go after that. Um, Usually that is the case with um, most of the of the reviews that we we looked at. There could be the other case of overexposure, which means that there's too much light coming in, and that happens because you are um, there is a window behind you, so your your camera is basically picking up the light that's behind you and making you look completely dark, and. Basically, what you would do in that situation is film where you are facing the, the, the window and the camera person has their back to the window. Yeah, because you always want to have the light coming onto your face and not coming from behind you. Because, yeah, it makes you look all, like, dark and, and just kind of scary and you can't yeah. be seen <laughs> so speaking of cameras what kind of camera would you recommend is best for filming reviews for the reviews you could go with the handycam um it just depends on your preference you can go with canon panasonic sony you could um also shoot with a dslr um which is uh, really cool too because you get to use that camera for you know video, which is usually those just cameras are used for photography, but those are good as well. I would stay away from iPhones, iPads, um, flip cams because um, 
they they don't give you the option to white balance. They don't have out inputs for external microphones, so your audio will definitely be um, a little bit overdone or underdone. It just depends on the situation, but I would definitely stay away from those types of cameras. Mm -hmm. And would you recommend using a um, a external microphone? Yes, most definitely an external microphone is, I would say, all the time. But if you can't do it all the time, I mean, you know, there are certain situations where, you know, you don't have one. But if you have one, use it because it will make your review a whole lot cleaner in the audio section or portion of your review and you know good audio means good listeners so if you don't have good audio people will not listen to your review absolutely you are listening to the voice america kids network i'm your host raven devani and today we are talking with maria marquez and she is telling us some very special tips and tricks on filming and making sure that your film review is fantastic and very crisp and clean when entering the kids first film critics search campaign so we have some awesome information for you so maria you edit our videos um what is some good advice that you would have for people who enter this competition and who make it to be on the kids first team so that it's easy for you to be able to edit our videos like lengthwise lengthwise on your reviews do not go over three minutes you know because then it gets too long don't don't do any spoilers um Always make sure to tell us why you like the film, the why you like the lighting, why, you know, why you give it three stars. Another good point to add in there is the moral of the of the film or the moral, you know, what what you learned or what it's trying to teach you is really good. You know, um, let's see what else. Just making it sort of like to the point. Yeah, just to the point. And if you mess up, let's say you you know you messed up your line on your intro or anything like that, just re-record it. Don't panic and start laughing or you know, yeah. take it seriously and just do it over. And mm -hmm. try it if you can. What helps me a lot is if you can do it all the whole review in one take, that would be awesome. But I, I know that sometimes it gets hard and you have to do different takes and, you know, but if you can do it in one, that makes it a whole lot easier for me. Absolutely. And another tip that I have um, for you guys concerning the content of your um, film is just for the entry, make sure to have it under two minutes, um, one and a half minutes is best, but definitely for your film reviews, like Maria said, three minutes is pretty good. And when you're reviewing a film, you want to focus mainly on your opinions of the movie and less on what the movie is about. So you definitely want to inform your audience like, oh, this movie is about a boy that goes to Narnia or something like that. But then you want to talk mostly about your opinions on the movie and less about telling the story of the movie. Correct. So, Maria, what was the background that you would best best suggest for filming reviews? Oh, backgrounds. Um, 
you want to have at least uh, some type of prop in the background on the on the side that you are not on because when you frame your person you're either on frame left or frame right which is means one side of the of the camera or on the right or left side um on the opposite side of you you want to have maybe like a poster or you know something small that's not overbearing and that tell that you know if you're doing a review on the avengers a small poster of the avengers would do just fine and you know if you don't have a colored background or a white wall with the poster is fine or a little action figure or something small um because you don't want it to be like too overwhelming yes you don't want to have like a bookshelf behind you with a bunch of books or you know clutter or a desk with a bunch of stuff a computer and stuff like that you don't want to do that because then people will not look at you they'll be looking at all the stuff behind you and trying to figure out what it is and you know that's not what we want we want the viewers to look at you and what you're saying about the movie. Yeah. And just really quickly, um, before we close about clothing, you want to dress like a kid because it's kids first, but don't wear super distracting clothes that might have like pictures or logos on them. You don't want any like words on your clothes because then people are going to sit there trying to read what's on your shirt instead of looking and paying attention to what you're saying. Um, so don't wear a shirt that's the same color as your background too, because then you'll just blend in. And then when it comes to hair, just have like simple, natural, everyday hairdos. But you have to make sure that your hair is like brushed because if you have little frizzes or flyaways, it'll definitely stand out um, on the background behind you. But yeah, just just be yourself and have fun when you're entering the competition because it's so awesome. And it's honestly like one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my entire life. So, Maria, thank you so much for being with us and, you know, telling our viewers some tips and tricks that will definitely be helpful for them. No problem, and good luck to all the film critics out there who are entering the contest. Yes, good luck, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. You can experience more Kids First fun, watch our film reviews, and see your favorite up-and-coming film critics, plus learn more about the Film Critics Search campaign by going to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Raven Devaney, signing out, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Bye.